mouth breather. Oh my god. <gasps> Are we we've materialized. We're somewhere new. We're we're back. We're back. S- season 2 premiere of the Mouth Breather podcast. podcast. And uh, my name is Jimmy again. My name is Pat Egan. Now, Pat, we have a uh, we have some special special, special? yeah, some special gentlemen yes. on right now. And who are they? They uh well, you had a really nice name for this segment that we got going on right now. Yeah, I thought uh to start out, me and Jimmy, we could go uh we go back to the sack. Back to the sack. Like ball sack. <laughs> and we're not uh, talking about gym class. No, but uh <laughs> Go from once we came and have our fathers on. Yep, so uh, with us is uh, my dad. Hello. And also... My dad. Hello! <laughs> and uh, so, uh, unoriginally... Dad, what's your name? Uh, Jim. Okay, cool. <laughs> I'm also Jim Egan. <laughs> I, uh, my name is John Egan. Nice. Hankle John. Hello, Jimmy. Good to see you. It's good to see you, too. Dad, hey. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> I'm in another room. <laughs> Dad's in the bathroom. <laughs> with, with all of his clothes folded up on the floor. <laughs> That's where Jimmy uh, learned it. Oh, my gosh. Tune into season or season one, episode 20, for whatever we were just talking about. But, uh, yeah, welcome on, guys. Thanks for having us. Great to be here. Yeah. I, I've heard a lot of these from upstairs. This is the first time that I'm in the lion's den. Yeah, the, the Egan compound. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. Uh, so, cool. Dad, my yeah. my dad. See, <laughs> this is, this is going to be fun. My father, uh, Dad. When I first told you that I was going to do a podcast, like, did you do you remember any having like pre notions? Did you have any belief in him? Well, <laughs> um, I mean, I just figured it was like you know something. Kind of a whim, you know. Some dumb thing. Something you guys are just gonna try. It would last a couple weeks, but I mean, obviously, it's gotten pretty good. So yeah, I like to think so. Yeah, yeah, I was impressed. It's yeah, good. thanks, Dad. Uncle John, same. I didn't know what to expect outside of some of the comedic takes you get on people talking about podcasts. Dude, dude, hey man, oh wow, dude, oh, did you see that girl with the rack? Oh man, oh you know, stuff like that. I could see you two doing that for an hour. Yeah. I didn't realize you were gonna have guests on. Yeah. I didn't realize how cool all the guests were gonna be. Oh yeah, we've had so many cool people on. And mm-hmm. and I think that that's a real testament to what you guys are doing. You hear all this talk all the time about millennials. No drive, no goals, no this, no that. They want everything in. Almost everybody you guys have had on has been their own amazing story. I've learned something every week. Yeah, you told me that, and that's that's. Uh, you know, I didn't think that would a- that would actually be like the goal, kind of. I think that's always been the goal. But well, like to teach people, I thought it was I just. Thought I thought it's more it was just like to like inspire show- people. True, but uh, Uncle Jim, do you feel inspired? I'm inspired right now. If if we, if, <laughs> if we could paint a picture right now, by the way, so by myself. So Pat and I are sitting in our normal chairs, like kind of like computer chairs. Uncle John, Pat's dad, is sitting in his computer chair, and my dad, like a king, is sitting in a recliner. In typical, <laughs> in typical dad fat. Are you? Uh, I don't. I'm no, not reclined. He's yet. not reclined yet. But I will be soon. In like 30 minutes, <laughs> with a pillow. It's actually scientifically proven that no dad. Can go unreclined more than thirty minutes. That's right. Yeah, 
Yeah. Which is which is a family tradition. Our our dad once he finally started using his recliner. Yeah. Man, it that became a fixture. Yeah. What was What do you think it is about the chair? Like I think a it's, dad's chair. I think it goes all the way back to medieval times. Like we have the throne. Like every king needs a throne. Yeah. And crowns are unfashionable right now. So the throne is the only thing that's kind of kept. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I think so. Having my chair that your chair rocks. As soon as I walk in the room, people get up out of the chair. They know I'm going to sit down. Yeah. When I was when I was watching uh, your dog Remy, uh, I was like, "Oh, dude, I'm totally going to watch TV in the chair," which like I've never done before. And like this chair is amazing. It's a good angle to watch the TV. Oh too. yeah, like yeah. you definitely get like prime view. You know, uh, Dan, <laughs> you, don't, you don't really have a chair. Uh, I don't. Have but you a have chair. a whole workshop in <laughs> a garage. I have a chair in the garage that is I use quite often, which, probably daily. The which one is that? It's not the. It's not Grampy's old chair. No, no, it's just one I picked up from a job site somewhere. I'm trying it's to. Purple. I can't. I, yeah, it is. Okay, I knew. I was like, it's, it's, the, it's like purple. a purple computer chair. It's like yeah, computer chair. But you're. you're but it, it reclines in a perfect way to if I put my feet up on the on like the desk bench, or something. Yeah. Then I'm set. I could fall asleep. Yeah. There. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're. Uh, my dad has a most most dads have a throne. My dad has a keep, and keep. it is his garage. Does that have a moat? Uh, I would love a moat. <laughs> the basement was a moat for a hot second yeah. last uh, not oh, last yeah. year. Yeah. yeah, Uncle John woke me up and like like the Titanic. It was like we're sinking, and like the when basically the, the basement flooded. The sump pump was it. I have no idea. The whole village, that whole section of the village backed up the sewers. Uh-huh. There was the storm sewers. There was nowhere for the water to go. Yeah. Wow. Just too much water. Totally. Too much water. Too much water. So Pat. went over, got a pump at uh, the last pump at the hardware store. We also went to the gym. And uh, <laughs> we, got a, we got our pump on. <laughs> you know, yeah. you get a good pump going. Yeah. Oh, yeah. got a good pump going. Totally. Yeah. Jim had the, Jim had the guns out and uh, the gun. kicking. It's more like a BB gun. (laughs) (laughs) Taking buckets of water out. But we we kept it from getting bad. It it kept most of the water. Because you were at work. Are you talking about my house? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it wasn't that bad. Yeah, there was just shit all over the floor. It was... There was a I'm just kidding. I was not there. No, I, was the only one I mean, was not it was there. bad at first. For Covered a little, in feces. For a bit and then it pumped it <laughs> the out. carpet is ruined. So. <clears throat> no, it actually all stayed in the laundry room. But yeah. Anyway, I know that was super riveting. But uh, so <laughs> I have a... Uh, Pat, do you have any questions before we get started? Um, No, I'll riff off you. Okay. Why don't you start with the questions? So I'm going to start with Uncle John. Uh, Uncle John, I want you to tell the world, the internet community... What was it like raising Pat? No, not G. That's a that's a great question. Some of it was extremely easy because he it was I have two girls and then Pat. So, so three. So having a boy, <laughs> there's just some things that are easier, uh, just because I also am one. So there's just relatability, yeah. but Pat. Um, it, some of it was tough because he's maybe one of the most sensitive people I've ever met, and I don't mean that as a as a as a negative. Yeah, he cares very, very, very deeply. He wants to get things right. He wants everything matters to him, and he he's too hard on himself. So I would always try to. I'm right here. <laughs> well, it's it's hard to say, but 
I, I, I think Thank you've you. always been a little bit tough on yourself. It, it helps drive you to accomplish great things. Yeah. Which has been great. Thanks. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. you know, I my dad had five boys. So there was always a bunch of us around to do stuff. If he needed help, all I had was Pat, but he never let me down. There you go. Anytime I needed something, he's been there. Yep. Thank you. Yeah. So uh, Uncle please Jim. don't ask me the same question. No, I'm going to ask you the same question. What was it like raising Jimmy? Well, believe it or not, uh, uh, there's a lot of similarities from what your dad said because you and Jimmy are a lot alike. Really? Uh, what are you are. talking about? Far, what the hell are you talking about? As far as the ease of it, I mean, I never really had a problem with Jimmy. You know, no. was, you know was, things considered, I think we were pretty... Yeah, not I, like troublemakers. We didn't really. I didn't no. start causing trouble until I was like sixteen or. You 17. know when people like cross the line. I think we like saw the line from a distance and say, "Oh, we're what's like, that?" And you guys took our hands and we're, we're like, Shh, "That's no, the bad I, place." I, I don't remember you getting in too much trouble. There was one time, uh, I I do remember specifically. I was at your house and Beth was over, and uh, so this, <laughs> I. I'm not going to say the full name, but uh, one of Beth's friends like called me over to like hang out really quick, and it was like late at night, and Beth was like, "I want to go too," so I am not. I already knew how to sneak out at this point, so I used to like oh. stuff my bed, and I actually put a basketball no, as my head. Didn't. I did. So yeah, in, but that's I'm, so much smaller than your head. I how know. did anyone get away with that? <laughs> that can't be. <laughs> it's not five watermelons, you know. <laughs> um, but then Beth did not – she left her door open and the light on, like, and her room is right next to your room. Right. And uh, you gave both of us a call about – and you were like, where the hell are you two? And we had to turn around and come back. Yeah. Do you not – do you remember that? Yeah, I remember. But, I mean, you know, that's – It's not real serious. That's not bad. No. I'm talking like, you know, you were never arrested and – No, I have never – Very, I've very never little been, criminal activity. No, never been in a – never. No, no, nope. you didn't get in any crack. No, no drugs. Nope. I'm, no drugs. But, no, I mean <laughs> – You know, I, I um, was – it was actually fairly easy, I think. I mean, everyone has their bumps in the roads, you know? Yeah. But uh, – um, most for the most part, it was it wasn't too bad. Cool, could you uh, could you two think of like a fun? You know what? Going back on like the sensitive. No, no, no. We, we, <laughs> I wanted to tell that sensitive story real quick. Have we already told that story? I don't think so. Go for it. But uh, you know, as my dad was mentioning that I'm sensitive. <laughs> there's this one time. And this is kind of leading uh, maybe to a couple of stories. We were at this resort in Michigan. It's not there anymore. It was called Pennelwood Resort, and uh, it was like I don't know. We were. Probably middle school, 12, 13, something like that. Way too old to be crying about things. And (laughs) (laughs) I remember it was our buddy Chris and Jimmy and myself, and they wanted to go do something, but they had said it in a way where I was not included, you know? Mm -hmm. Just, and I was like, I just started like crying. I was like, why, why can't I go with you? And I remember our friend Chris just turned and he's like, dude, Pat, you're kind of sensitive, man. So yeah. you're just too sensitive. And I went, I am not <laughs> sensitive. <laughs> I was wiping the tears from my face. <laughs> so, I, I definitely remember that. <laughs> I felt so bad. So it's, my, it's like one of my favorite stories yeah. about it. It's like, oh, it's <clears throat> funny. But uh, you guys loved Pennelwood. Oh, yeah. Pennelwood was the best. If, I, after we mentioned it last night during the uh, 
long winter um, of trying to get this all to work. Oh my god! And was, uh, that was after horrible. I after I we got done, I changed to get ready for bed. I put on an old Pentawood shirt. Nice, just because I I love having it. Yeah. yeah, but that was that turned out to be Jim. You went there first for a couple of years. We went there um, the first time. I don't remember what year it was, but I want to say it was like 95, 96. Jim and Beth were two or three. Yeah, we were. And we, we were went little. two years first. And then. And then me and, and Matt came and Matt, also. Uh, the, well, no, we went one year by ourselves. Then the next year we went. You guys also went, but you went a different week. Right. And then the third year after that, then we were all the same week. And then we did that for, I think, 10, nine years. Oh, my God. Well, no, it was. Nine or ten years. It was nine or ten years altogether, but it was great. It, it was the 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 food was included. You guys had activities all day long. We were oh, we kid, always we was, could always do something. It was mainly the pool. And for <clears throat> as a parent, I mean, it, do, it doesn't get any easier than Pennellwood. Nope. I mean, you you roll in, you open up the doors, and the like kids art run scram. Away. You it was know, crazy. I mean, as a, it's like, it just was like the pinnacle of like American living. I feel like yeah. It was like Norman Rockwell shit, you know? It was crazy. Like, it, it was, um, I remember just, like, looking forward to it, like, all year. Oh, yeah. They oh, were, yeah. They we, were, they literally, literally, we were pulling out of the driveway, and they said, 51 more weeks till we come back to Pennellwood. That right. would be your daughter, Sarah. Yeah, that would, yep. That She's part numbers. of his family, yeah. yeah. Is she? Yes. <laughs> now, there's times where she goes, man, this week. We would be eating this meal at Pennewood right now. It would be the yeah. cinnamon roll morning. I used to get so flipping mad because, like, even back then, I don't like waking up early. And I'd be like, can someone please just grab me one cinnamon roll? And I, I can't remember who it was. Me. Pat, it was Pat. No, Pat gave me the cinnamon roll, but then you ate it. And <laughs> yeah. I... Pat came to the door and he's like, and and, and, again, again, and I'm nine. <laughs> you know, like, if, you, if you knew Pat when he was little, he had that look, you know, like that really innocent look. But you, you, I, I remember what it was like yesterday. So I'd open up the door and Pat's sitting, sitting there with the cinnamon rolls and we're all sleeping. <laughs> and he goes, Jimmy, Jimmy couldn't make breakfast. So I told him I'd bring this for him. I'm like, oh, okay, thanks. And I shut the freaking door right on his face. And then I sat down on the bed and ate the cinnamon roll. <laughs> and then I went back to bed. <laughs> I'm like, so I go to Pat. I'm like, I'm like Pat, what the crap? Yeah. Where's my cinnamon roll? I was like, I brought them to your dad earlier. You ate it. <laughs> it's like a big conspiracy. So I remember yeah. that. I remember the door slamming. Like, All right, well, I'll give it to him. Yeah, those doors like, were so loud. We were in Babalu, I think. Then. Or was it uh, Butterball? Yeah, all these cabins had names. Cherokee. It was like really funny. <clears throat> Turd Burglar was like the least popular cabin. Yeah. Turd Burglar? <laughs> Matt was in Numb Nuts. <laughs> <laughs> no, Matt was Numb Nuts. Oh, hello. Hey. We have a... Technical difficulty. That's right. You gotta be careful not to make too much fun of Matt because it's just too easy. And yeah, if he ever listens to this, we'll we'll get yelled at. Really quick, I'm gonna say one thing about Uncle Matt at Pennellwood, and then that's it. Because he got so mad at me at Pennellwood for doing this. So I told everyone at Pennellwood, like including strangers, and I'd like point at Uncle (laughs) Matt. I'm like, so I'll tell the people that we knew. Hey, my Uncle Matt, he has a third nipple in the middle of his chest. And uh, I would go up to random strangers and be like, hey, see that guy over there? Yeah, he's got a third nipple on his middle of his chest. And then people would be like, uh, okay. And then it was like hours later. And then Uncle Matt was like, hey, Jimmy, can I talk to you really quick? And I'm like, yeah, what's going mm-hmm. on? He's like, 
Um, are you telling everybody that I have a third nipple? <laughs> I'm like, I told a couple of people. And then he's like, no, you told like everybody. <laughs> and, uh, he like yelled at me, but it was just whatever. Well, he's sensitive to that. What know. did you guys think of the happy hours? So oh God, so okay. I was going to bring this up and All I'm right. glad so, you did. For people who don't know, because it's just gone. So Pennewood, I don't, was it like you guys started that or was it a. The group from our week did it. A very small degree. As soon as they got us involved, it exploded into absolute insanity. Yeah, I can't. I can't speak because I guess Pennywood is just open from like May to like September. I don't know. I can't speak for the other weeks, but the week we would go every year, our folks, you know, Jim and John, they and our uncle Matt and a couple of other other friends would do these happy hours and it was like, like a big big adult picnic well it's like every family in the whole place well, we would do take, it take turns we would t- they would take turns and right. i guess groups of people would do them together would it right. be one and it would be during the afternoon before dinner like none of the adults would go to dinner and as a kid i didn't even realize how much you guys were drinking yeah a lot like i just because <laughs> like as mike's a kid, our lemonade just came on the scene by the way I, uh, and uh i remember everyone drinking Mike's hard lemonade and being like, I remember going up to you like, uh, can I, I drink that? Can I have a lemonade? lemonade? Yeah. And you're like, no, you can't drink this. You cannot drink yeah. this. I'm like, this why? When, this is when the children learned how to eat on their own because they were all eat at the mess hall. Well, yeah. By themselves. So we're like baby our goal birds. was to try to make none of the adults go to dinner that yeah. they were having so much fun right. in the, the happy hour and so much good food. It was and like so many good drinks yeah. that they just blew off dinner and let the kids go by themselves. Yeah. In the one year, we even got the owners of the place to blow off dinner. Yeah. And then he, he was trashed. Yeah. He gets on the radio because they're calling him about that they're, they don't know There's what to fire. do. There's a fire. There's too much. Uh, they're <laughs> running out of sauce. He grabs his microphone and goes, open up a can of sauce then. What the hell are you bothering me for? <laughs> Daddy's drinking. <laughs> yeah. and, no, uh, the, the one year I think it was we were very successful because uh, – we did the kamikaze shots. Oh yes! And oh god! Everyone oh, loves kamikaze. What's yeah. a kamikaze shot? Let me oh, tell it's you, delicious. Jim's specialty. I love those. Do you? Yes. What is that? We used to drink them in, out of mason jars. When I we know. Were kids with ice cubes. Wow! As kids. Well, we're not. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna bring up the last time right. I saw you Reel drink it, a kamikaze. Yeah. Reel shot. it back. What is in it? So it's <laughs> um, triple sec, lime. roses, lime juice, and. What else? There's three uh, things. There's one other thing. There's triple sec of a liquor? Yeah. Okay, so that's the liquor, roses, lime juice, and there's something else. There's three things. I can't remember. What and it's very else. tasty. It's like a it's like a lemon drop shot. Yeah. Damn. But it's a little bit more potent. It sneaks up on your I can't. I can't even. Did we take? So, I don't think I've ever had one. Because you, you sip it, or is it a shot? You, you know, it would be can, can, a shot, but we made them. It's like a Vegas bomb kind we, of thing. We made them in, with, uh, with uh, pictures of yeah. them. We didn't make just shots. We made pictures. How come you don't do this for me and Pat? Like Because we don't promote drinking. Well, it's against the law. Oh, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing it right now. <laughs> you got a white clam. <laughs> We are drinking White Claw. We're back. Please sponsor us. Please. Dad, you know, didn't you say yesterday you, you know someone who well, like, works I worked over at, there? I worked at the, um, I don't know if it's advertising or marketing. Uh, marketing. Branding. Um, Mark Anthony brand. They they promote um, this stuff. Mike, Mike's Hard Lemonade. All sorts of different Yeah, I didn't know drinks. that White Claw also makes Mike's Hard. Yeah. 
Mr. Anthony? Mr. Anthony? Or Anthony? Are you I talking about Mark? Or do you go by Mark? J-Lo's ex-husband? No. No, like? he's a singer. <laughs> this guy is in advertising. <laughs> <laughs> but you never know. You never know. Um, so there was guys diversified quite a bit. Yeah, of course. Um, so I'm trying to think of... Uh, do you remember in Pennell? So this is like I don't know, I don't want, want to talk about Pennellwood like the entire yeah, yeah. time. No, it's all good. But uh, do you guys remember when we won like the raft race? Yeah. And uh, so do I, you remember the chant? Yeah. Oh, so Leo, Eganator, Leo, Eganator. So there yeah. was a bo- a raft race. Each cardboard cabin. Yeah. Families like you kind of got into groups and you made a boat out of cardboard, duct tape. There was a certain amount of materials you could use, right. and we utilized all of it. All of it, because you know our dads were raised uh, by our grampy who taught them well, right. yeah. used tools, and right. you know yeah. he, he only trusted yeah. John with cardboard and duct tape. But we we made a boat. We didn't win the first year, and then the second year we did it. So the first year we did the we did this chant down these long steps down to the lake. It was like fifty six steps. Yeah, and you had to go basically do like a I don't know maybe twenty feet and back maybe ten feet and back I don't know. Yeah, and whoever got back first won. We didn't win the first year. The second year, like okay, we're doing this. We're doing this. It's happening. How old were we? Would you think it was one um, of the later it, years? I was probably, yeah, probably like 10, 11, 11 or something. With uh, Christina, who was the boat operator, um, she was. Pretty little still. It was yeah. that was the key. She was, was so little. She was yeah. Sarah, she, little, the smallest yeah, one out of all. Small of us. and Sarah. Yeah. Younger than Sarah. More yeah. agile. Not <laughs> yeah. important. But <laughs> how do you have to be agile to sit in a boat? Well, you gotta you know, roll. True. You can't be afraid of water. No. Right. No. Anyway. Um uh, we so the next year we did because the Eganator, the boat, didn't win. So we did the Eganator two point The chant was Oh, we oh, 2.0. Oh, wait, yeah, that? I do. Yeah. I forgot about that. I thought everyone's going to do it. It's fine. But we won, and we went back to the cabin, and Uncle You grabbed Jim, your radio. He had a giant yellow DeWalt yeah. uh, radio. Yeah. We blasted We Are the Champions by Queen. And we're drinking mm-hmm. our celebratory, because what happens when you win, you get a free Slurpee. Yeah, yeah, from green the, apple and cherry. Yeah, Remember so the, yeah, yeah, from the the little store. There. Yeah, the little store, and uh, we were just so in our the cabin we're at. You have to pass it in order to get back to all the other cabins. Like our cabin was closest we were, to the lake. Yeah, we were the fir- like the first one. So for all the losers, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, like we're all just like green mouthed and just like we are tramp. We might as well be just like throwing up middle fingers. <laughs> Yeah, very yeah. good sportsmanship. Yeah, it was yeah. awesome. It was great. Yeah, it's a like good game. Wink. <laughs> like, wink. You know? yeah. Yeah, uh, Pennellwood was awesome. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. It was good so memories. Good. And then uh, we tried replicating it with Oak Cove. Yeah, that did not go over. It's well. like yeah, call me Uncle Bob, and I'm like, uh, I I I I don't know who you are. <laughs> it's yeah. like I'm not calling you Uncle Bob. <laughs> yeah. So unfortunately, Pennellwood closed. Heartbreaking. It was heartbreak. It was like the end of an era, like the end well, of you know, like. It, what, what was really bad about it, in my eyes, is that we didn't know when we left that that was going to be our last time. Right. That's it what sucked. really sucked, because yeah. we didn't know. Had we known, it would have been. I think it would have been a little bit different of a week. Absolutely. You know? 
But we we left thinking, well, we're coming back, and then yeah, Christmas time we get the word that it's no longer there. You know, I'm just so, curious, how much was it to like do that for a week? Um, I think I know. I think you told me one time. Okay, it, it depends on how many kids in the family. Wasn't for us because wasn't six hundred like the week? No, I think it was more like eleven hundred to fifteen hundred. It was twelve to fifteen hundred. Yeah, but if you think about for the whole week, though, it's a bargain. Yeah, about oh, say was, for yeah. you have family of um. Five. Right. We had four, but we also usually brought somebody. That's true. Yeah. You bring Chris Igo one year. You uh, brought friends. So we took it. I think we had to pay the amount that you were paying as us. Same as you. So we figured, why not bring somebody? They're already paid for. Yeah. So, but that's a bargain. So on the the last part about this Pennelwood talk, do you guys have any like super like fond memories that you want to like talk about? Uh, If not, it's fine. I I have so my you have to. It's hard for me to paint the picture, but when when we were there all these years, they had the adult volleyball yeah uh, um, tournament right, and uh, so (laughs) every year I was like, man, I really want to win this. I really, really want to win this thing. I really, really, really. So every year I'd recruit different people or whoever I could get. Yeah. So finally one year, um, actually a friend of ours, Mimi uh, Doyle slash Tinley, she was up there with Julie and Joe and Brian and them. Yeah. And then Phil came, <clears throat> Brian's brother. So this one year we had, I think it was, was it me and you? And Rebecca and Mimi? I think so. I think that was because it was four on four sand volleyball and you, you know, you're playing against different families or different teams. And anyway, we ended up winning the championship. We won the whole thing. I was wow. like pumped up, and so like Thursday night was the the night they give out all the awards for all the all the activities all week long, shuffleball tournaments and yeah. ping pong and everything the kids were in. I adults. took third. I took third. Um, and shuffleboard. You, t- you did take third. Yeah. And so I'm like at dinner and I'm like, I'm waiting and waiting and it's like all of a sudden the announcements are all over. All the awards are given away. Doesn't even mention the volleyball, and I go up to him. I'm like, Dave, what's the deal, man? He goes, This is the first year we're not we're not celebrating volleyball as champions. We're not doing it this year. I'm like, Are you freaking kidding me? It was a hundred degrees out there. We we have people throwing up on the sideline to to win this freaking thing for what? For to get a T-shirt? No, I want my name announced, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, I got two quick Pennelwood stories. Go for that, it. Real fast. First one, the, the guy who owned the place, his dad would cut the grass. And this guy, he had one of those big power riding mowers because it's a huge place. And he, he didn't care what you were doing. He was cutting the grass. Yeah. Didn't matter what was going on, who was where. Get out of his way. This guy just went. And Matt was... Laying asleep on his stomach, and he it was a real hot day, real sweaty. <laughs> and Dave's dad that. comes by and cuts the grass, and the grass flies all over. He looked green. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uncle Matt, he, his entire body was covered with grass clippings, yeah, blown off of this thing. And and we all just left him there like that. He was sleeping there for I don't know how much longer. He never moved. And we, just left him, we just left him all covered with grass. Oh 
the other thing was uh, I, just, I just imagine like it's a big open field and there's just Uncle Matt. Well, no, he was no, right, he was he right, was right, right next the to the pool. pool. Oh, he was right next okay. to the pool, laying right. out. Uh, so he was but cutting, he was the he only was cutting one. around a chain link fence yeah. that separated the grass from the <laughs> yeah. pool. But he was the only one who stayed laying down while everybody else kind of got up and moved because you knew this guy was coming. Yeah. But Matt was asleep, so he just <laughs> laid there yeah. and he got sprayed with grass clippings. And then the other one, the one year that we had, um, we were going to go to happy hour at, I forget whose cabin it was, but it was raining. So we drove your minivan from my cabin where we were all hanging yeah, out. Like across the park. Across the lawn yeah. to this other cabin. But we rode in the van with the doors all wide open because we didn't want to walk 30 feet in the rain. <laughs> yeah, it was the was epitome of Penelwood laziness. Yeah, Penelwood laziness. Yeah, that, that, was, that was pretty damn funny. No, that's, that, that's it was awesome. a good time, man. And we just still talked to – I haven't talked to Dave in a couple of years, but um, he's still – so the owner still lives next door to the old um, site. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, he, when he lost it, uh, a local church bought it. So, but they knocked all the cabins down. But they still have a couple dorm rooms. Dorms they put up, and the the activity center is gone. Pool's oh gone. Oh my gosh! But wow. the, the main pool's gone. Yeah, the pool's Dude, the gone. The pool. Me and Pat it's, lived it's in that grass. flipping pool. That's they filled it in with dirt and grassed it over. Oh my God. But uh, Dave and Jamie were really awesome people. I, yep. I loved, I loved going there. No, we had a really yeah, shout out to time. them. Yeah, yeah, for real. Shout out to all the people who used to go to Pennywood. Like made my my. My childhood. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Dad, uh, my dad uh, always talk, talks to people about like, I mean, a quick one is like. I have a uh, quick one when you're done. Yeah, this is very quick. Basically, from sunrise to sunset, me and Pat would get out of the pool, run around the pool, jump in the pool, get up, run around, jump. And like, how long did we do that for? All day. All day. All like, day. For, like, you, guys, you guys were in the pool all day. I mean, it, to the point where I could almost predict the by Thursday, Jim had an ear infection because <laughs> it was like, I mean, it was always something because of the, the water it was constant. They were constantly in the water. Yeah. Yeah. We like to swim. And actually one year we did have to leave early because you were, you got a real, um, that was bath. Was it bath? Bath had the super bad swimmer's ear. That's right. What? She yeah. had a, what? What? Brett? Huh? The dad oh. jokes are real. Everything <laughs> you hear is real. Yeah, she had like a hundred three fever, so we yeah, ended she, up rolling. Whatever, rolling I home. would, I would have stayed. But you know, that's like it was a Friday right. night. Didn't she get all uh, crispied up at Oak Cove too? Oh crispied God. up. <laughs> she, yeah, she, she looked did. like a, doctor. What's wrong? Oh, she's got a mean case of crispy up. <laughs> she, she looked like a lobster. She, she was, was she was burnt so bad she was purple. I remember yeah. she was like she was half of like a giant aloe bottle. Aloe, right? Yeah, aloe vera. Al- aloe. Hello. Um, yeah, she used like half of a bottle, like just. I felt bad, man. We yeah. kept telling her to put stuff on. No, you know? but what do you know? Kids never listen. <laughs> yeah. So you, you had a quick one. Pat? Super, super quick. We'll move on. But uh, they used to have so Pennywood used to have this thing called the Laser Jam. Oh yeah. And it was just basically like a, they got a DJ in this rec hall, and people would go dance. You it was know? a rave. But it was, it was like the two thousands, so it was like. They were playing like um, blue da ba dee da da. Exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I remember there was one time I was dancing so much I was like a, I was like eight and all these girls had come up to me. Yeah. 
And they're like, oh my God, can we dance with you? And I thought I was really going to throw up in my mouth because <laughs> I was so like, <laughs> like, uh, um, I, uh, uh, <laughs> 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 I'm dance. <laughs> like five very attractive, like, you know, I'm eight at the time. So they're probably like, what, 12 or <sighs> dude, they're, they're teenagers we... <sighs> out of my league by 10,000. And I was just like, uh, and I remember going to my, you guys and be like, I, I, I'm just going to hang out with you guys. Karaoke, that's actually what started my karaoke obsession, Yeah, was Panelwood. So, okay, so this is an interesting little tidbit. So, and this is a little bit of a downer, but it's I don't look at it that way. So, when I die... Oh, my God. I I already know what you want. The song that has to be played... I know, Time of Your Life by Green Day. No, wrong. Good riddance. That's the same song. Well, I didn't know that. <laughs> it is the same song. So bite gotta... me, all right? <laughs> By the way, you're crowned <laughs> But dad. no, the the reason being is that at Pennewood, the one year, I just remember like it was yesterday, that song was very popular, and they used to do these skit shows, and uh, the waitresses would do their thing, and the kids would be involved. And I just remember Jim and Beth and all the other kids sitting there, and the song they were singing and I just remember it was like yes, it's a very uh, great memory I have, and I, I always wanted even with the words, yeah, everything fit, you know, yeah. So that's my exit song when I die. Gotcha. You also want to be cremated, and you want the urn placed in the casket Correct. and buried. I have very specific death we've, duties. Yep, we've already talked about Dad, it. Dad, do you have any death? Stop. We're not. <laughs> we're not gonna talk about this now. I no. Oh man, I have I have no plans. Um, but yeah, and you also have to play Robin Trower. Yeah, I know. For the during the you said during like the during the, the lunch or the whatever lunch bridge Robin of size Tra- bridge of size quietly. Yeah, I know. Trust me. Wait, hey, speaking of songs, kind of shifting in a new direction. Dad, my dad, John Egan, can you tell the story about the linebacker bar with Dancing Queen, the ABBA song? Yeah, with Uncle Jim. Well, it's. It's a family problem, obviously. We would uh, go to a Notre Dame game once a year. Yeah. A bunch of us, five or six at least. Uh, Never Mostly been. the same group. And uh, we would go there, tailgate, or go to the game, depending on whether ticket availability was there. And invariably we would end up going to the linebacker lounge afterwards, which is this little shitty dive bar across the street from the stadium. And they would, but on game day, they would get rid of everything in the place because everyone ended up going into the same bar. Mm. And Jim was convinced that this was the greatest place in the world because Every time we would go there, within the first three songs, they would play Dancing Queen by ABBA. And it's true. They did. It it, it was. They freaking did. And they did every time. And we didn't request it. It wasn't something we arranged. Three, four years in a row, we did this. It would just happen. I remember Chris Gahuli, Maria, whoever else went, Eileen, it'd be like, just so you know... Within the first three songs, we walk in here, Dance Queen's going to come on, and sure as shit, it did. <laughs> and then it would come on multiple times, too, throughout the night. Oh, but it yeah, was in the so place funny. Where, you know, it was just, it was the most, it, it was the busiest bar you've ever been in in your life. I yeah. guarantee you, wherever you've been, where you thought this, it couldn't fit more people, that's what this place is like after game day every week. Yeah. yeah. 
and it's just an absolute blast. Yeah. For fun. everybody except for me, because I always drove and didn't drink since like two in the afternoon while everybody else was absolutely shit faced. Right. That's so awesome. That's funny. I've yeah. never been, but right. I'm not I'm not salty or anything, you know. Well we used to go all the time and then Jim decided that he wanted to screw everybody else over. So Do you tell. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. A little remember. little scam that he came up with your dad. A scam? <laughs> So I'm not a scammer. Not you know we're always trying to incur favor with our mother and be like her favorite, uh, and it's eleven kids, so it's hard to do. Most of the time, Joe is able to pull the wool over her eyes, and <laughs> and and she thinks <laughs> and she thinks that he's the greatest. We call him Saint Brendan, <laughs> and uh, all this. Well, Jim decided your dad decided to take Nan. To a Notre Dame game. And he took her there. Big play from Jim Egan taking Nan to a Notre Dame game. Well, but this is what he did. He did it because she was in a wheelchair. And not only could he get better parking, but he got better seats where the wheelchair people sat. That's not the reason why I did it. That's totally the only reason you took her. Hang on. so not true. I'm going to interject. So recently, my dad and I went to Vegas. And... uh, (laughs) So I can, by the way, that is probably exactly what you did because on the plane. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. I do see a little bit of a trend here. <laughs> so <laughs> my dad's like, all right, we're going to go. We're going to go talk to the. What do you call those? Like the the, the ticket agent. Yeah. At, gonna, the, at the gate. Yeah. So we're going to talk to the people at the gate. Be like, all right, you're going to. He's like, all right. So you're going to limp up. And because uh, I walk fine. But like, he's like, get, get the limp on. And uh, we were going to go, and he's like, we got to be, like, first aboard. We got to, like, you know, because we, we were, like, what, in, like, we B were, or we were something? B, we were, like, in the last row. Yeah. So I'm like, it's I'm pretty bad in the last row. So he's so, like, he's yeah. like, well, we're going to get on first. So uh, we, we talked. And by the way, like, I'm, we're not going to name the airlines, but, like, that woman was a little rude. She was. She was a little rude. Yeah, because she was like, I never did this before. And she was like. Do you need, like, what was the, she asked me a question that I didn't know how to answer. So she, what happened is I, I went up and I said, you know, my son's got a, a bad leg and we were wondering if there's a way, if he could get boarding early. Because he needs it. it. it yeah. If, if, if not, then whatever. I just, I said, I'm just asking. And she looks at Jimmy and she's like, sir, are you telling me that you need assistance or early boarding for the flight? And Jim kind of was stunned. He didn't know that he was going to be quizzed. Yeah, for real. So I was like, yeah. And she goes, no, I'm asking him. I'm so like, he had to answer. I'm like, she was, yeah, yeah, sure. Did you pull your pant leg up? And just, no, it's like, I'm in shorts. Look at me. And it's like, yeah, dude, yeah. it looks like a rum ham. You know, it's like, <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> Ryan's and all. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, I, we did get the early boarding. <clears throat> and uh, we, uh, we're like about to get on. And my dad's like, oh, yeah, this is sick. You know, like, and uh, we get to the plane. And he's like. I'm also going to take the window seat. <laughs> so my dad, my dad, my dad well, also takes the window seat. Well, but my thought was that you could take the the aisle then. Well, no, but then, so you could but stretch then, that, your leg out. then that weirdo who drink Kalamato juice. Yeah, so then it would be a stranger in between us. Or I'd have to, I'd have to sit in the middle. Yeah. And that wasn't going to happen. I know, so I did. Even though, <laughs> even though I'm the one who got us like the, the primo so seats. So did I, did I use that mm. to my advantage? Yes, I did. <laughs> I feel like, you know... What I, I went something. through. Yeah. What he went through, I deserved it. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
foot. I did not take my mother no. to Notre Dame solely based on the fact she was in a freaking wheelchair. <laughs> she told me you that were also it was trying to become her favorite, and it helped I didn't you have get to better beca- seats. I didn't have to become her favorite. I already was. You were never ever her favorite. She's the he's the baby. Yeah. No, no he but, was only the baby for eleven years. So she did tell me that it was the most beautiful sight ever, and I was like, "Ma, you have like eleven kids." And a shit ton of grandkids, and this is the best, the most beautiful thing you ever saw. She's like staring at a popcorn. She, she did. She was like, and in the first year we went, it was against uh, Washington, and we were so when when you go there and you're in a wheelchair, you have uh, easy access to everything. And, it, and I tell you what, though, seriously, they were unbelievable. These guys, the the Andy Franz that they use there, or whatever they're. Called cause I have no what idea. What would you What would you call them? I don't know. They were, like, we called them Andy friends. I guess yeah. I'm dating myself, but they, <laughs> you're old. They would help you. <laughs> I mean, special elevator, special parking, everything was like top of the line. Hey, do you guys and need you, a shoulder rub? I'm just I'm just hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> so they wheel you up to the edge, and the, the, the part of the handicap issue is that you don't have to stand up to see the game if the people in front of you are standing. So yeah. you're up higher than everybody, and you have your own little seat and. Everything was great, but um, at one point it started raining, and then it started pouring. And my mod, you know, they don't stop the game for rain, so she wanted to watch the game. And I put the the tarp over her. The she we all sorts all sorts of plastic because we knew it might rain. Right. And there she is out there in the pouring rain in a wheelchair watching the Notre Dame game. <laughs> And she never wanted to. She didn't want to. No, you got to realize. I'm sorry. Were you done? I didn't mean yeah, to interrupt. I'm done. Go ahead. You got to realize. My mom is such a big Notre Dame fan that when her and Grampy got married, people were doing it with pictures. Yeah. They were hurrying to get into the car to listen to the Notre Dame Purdue game. When yeah. they got married, the, uh, they got married on a Saturday, and the game was going on, and my mom wanted to hear the game. She wanted them to hurry up with the pictures. So they she could get in the car and hear the game. Really funny. And and the story goes too is that my so my grandmother Nan, she was a huge Notre Dame fan, and she used to say that uh, the when they would make a bad call that the refs were Protestant. (laughs) (laughs) So like the most like Irish Catholic thing you can like possibly say. Right. Absolutely. So. So. But anyway, yeah, I I guess I take care of take advantage of the handicap. No, nah, so anyway, you're fine. After he started doing that, the whole group of us that used to go every year, that all fell by the wayside because right. he had to play favorites with mom. But we went two or three years in a row, and then yeah. just couldn't do it anymore. No, it's I mean, I've never I've been to one. I I went to one when I was a child. I was like ten. You went to like the blue gold game with Bridget, right? Yeah, they were the, facing the each other. Yeah, like yeah. the scrimmage. Scott, we did that when we were kids. when we were Sharon. kids. We went, yeah, yeah. That was fun. Yeah, we should go. Why don't we go this fall? The four of us. Sure. Never we been, should. so we should. I love. I love a good tailgate. Like I love sitting on concrete, yeah. eating brats, and making fun of each other. All right, we can. We're do doing that. it right now. Yeah, except we don't have brats. Yeah. <laughs> or do we? Oh, oh, I most certainly don't. No. <laughs> oh, we have kielbasa. Kielbasa. I have, I have brats upstairs. Yeah. Yeah. Some yeah. post podcast brats. Try sure. saying that five times. Post podcast brats. Post podcast brats. Um so Pat, do you do you have any questions for Um like I just want to know what was it what was the both of you can answer separately. What was the most important we know we're we have our fathers on. 
What's the most important thing you learned from your father or grampy? Cause I, like as growing up, I knew I didn't really ever get the chance to talk to him. Um, and then he had the stroke and then he, like, I, I just never really got to, a chance to talk to him. Yeah. So I'm wondering as like, you know, I know my dad, you've said you, you really got a good relationship when you were older with him. I just, I was just wondering, was there anything that you took with you that you still like think about? And... Um, I don't know. You want to go? You go ahead. If I say I'm going to do something, I do it. Yeah. If he said he was going to be there, he'd be there. If he said he was going to help with something, he helped. He, his his word was his bond. If he said he was going to do it, he showed up. He never didn't show up when he said he was going to do it. Yeah, I'd say his work ethic was pretty solid. It was scary. Yeah. And, I mean, we all have that, the five boys anyway. Not that the girls don't, but I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was Jim who just said that. Well, For any no. of my sisters listening, that was Jim who no, just, just saying, tossed it, you under the bus. Because, you know, dad and the, the boys had a different relationship than dad and the girls. Well, that's true. You know, so. But, no, I uh, I, don't know. I think I took a lot out of it because I ended up following in his footsteps being in the trades. Yeah, so, and you um, worked with him a little bit too, right? We did. We we did work together, uh, and that was interesting. It was, it was uh, fun. It was a little trying at times, but because you know, then we I was living at home. We were driving to work together. Then we were at one point we were partners, so we were working together all day long. You guys were like and peers, we did, kind of. Huh? Were you guys peers, like in the we, workplace? We were partners. Like me and him would. We were a lot of times they partner you up with guys depending on what you're doing. Yeah. So we were partnered up together, and we were working the whole day together. Yeah, but what I'm asking though is like, was he your boss at work? No, he wasn't my boss, but he was my working partner. Okay, so you guys are like equals on the workforce. Correct. But so that's kind of weird. You're equal. Yeah, we, we were both father. JWs. We're both journeymen. Okay, so. But, you know, he's got, you know, 30 years on me. So, I'm, of course, I'm listening to him. I was a, I was just a journeyman at the time. How old were you? Um, 23, maybe. Jeez, nice. Man. You're 25. 25. Yeah. And, and you're I'm, just a man. I actually got to work with Dad. <laughs> he was a journeyman. Yeah. yeah I got it. to work with Dad for a little bit, too. Yeah. After he had his uh, first stroke, he worked a little bit over at St. Gerald's which I did for summers for years. Yeah. And we were working together a little bit. I'll never get <laughs> this one time we had to scrape the wax buildup along all the walls, the entire school, the entire three buildings, three floors, the whole church, everything. And I'm kneeling on this rock hard uh, terrazzle tile floor. Trazzle. 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 And, and I'm scraping this, and I'm complaining about it, but I'm in church doing it. There's no mask going on or anything. We're all in there working. And my dad goes, oh, this is a perfect time to offer that up as prayer. Huh. <laughs> and I never came so close to saying, right there to him. I couldn't believe he said I should offer it up. Oh, and here's so the guy funny. standing while I'm kneeling on the floor scraping the shit off. Yeah. Yeah. And he's standing there watching me, and he tells me to offer it up. It was like some canned dad response. That <laughs> I really didn't believe for a minute. Yeah, I remember. Uh, so this is, uh, I was an apprentice, and we were on the same job together. And we were both with Higher Electric. And um, I was so I was a first-year apprentice, and one of my jobs was to uh, 
make sure he had all the material that he needed. So my so dad was like old school. I call it old school. He would go to work. He would stay in his work area. He didn't like to walk around and get material. He wanted all the stuff there so he could just keep working. So he told me, before you go to lunch, stop by and see me. I'm going to give you a list. Bring up whatever material I need. And then he sits on the floor and has lunch right there. Like he doesn't go down. So one day he does come down to the trailer. And so it's a little bit of a walk, you know, and there's 10, 15 guys in there. And I remember this one time, this guy, Don Palm. I don't know if you can say names or not. That's, but, um, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Um, Don Palm was a great guy. Big dude. He's about six foot five, built like a brick shit house. And uh, we're, <laughs> we're sitting there. We're sitting there. Uh, Never heard that before. No, I just, I just imagine, I just imagine like seeing this really extravagant porta potty made out of brick. No, I'm just yeah. like, <laughs> no, he, but it's he a was, brick shit house. <laughs> so he, um, so but my dad, you know, he didn't like, you know, he swore once in a while. He didn't really like it, but you know, he did. He, in, but you know, you never talked nasty around him. You know, you didn't like that. Yeah. So, um, you're one day, yeah. What does that sound like? So one day is this Don Palms talking and he's talking about he's uh, getting getting frisky with the wife the night before. Oh, God. And, um, but he didn't say frisky. He did not say frisky. So he was using... What did all, he say? He was using a lot of different adjectives. Like? But he was very... An- <laughs> this, this guy was very animated, too. So now... So he's performing. Now he's performing for everyone on how he was um, intimate with his wife. And she was on the washer... <laughs> And he had to get the toolbox out so he could be at the right height. And he's going, he's going on and on. Six, I thought he was six foot four. No, well, I, I don't know what the deal was, man. I don't know what, I don't know what he was. <laughs> so, so very, very quietly, my dad just kind of put the coffee cup on the thermos and put it, grabbed his lunchbox and just very slowly exited Mosey the trailer. Down. And then he never came back into the trailer again. Wow. That was it. He didn't. He did still want to do that, but it, it was really pretty damn funny. Everyone knew what was going on, and Don Palm did not stop the story. <laughs> I just imagine Grampy like walking away and in the back of here, like, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> high fiving, yeah, yeah. So, dude, uh, you know, but you definitely. I was. I forgot who I was telling this to. I think I was telling to like my friends, because because uh, you definitely took like a page out of that book of like for a long, long time. You didn't really swear too much in front of me, and every time I did swear in front of you, you were like, "Watch, watch your mouth really quick," you know. Yeah. And it wasn't until maybe three weeks ago that you started like really <laughs> three swearing. Weeks ago, yeah, like it was recently <laughs> that you started like swearing in front of me. And I don't know what happened, but I think I've called you like little bastard. So that was the first. Little... <laughs> no, so so that was the first thing he. I remember I was. I was 13 years old, and I was just being like a little. I was being like a smart ass. I was just being like like a little joke, like jokey, a little like joker, a little, yeah. little jokester. Um, but uh, you're you're like, I right, listen up, you little bastard. And like I, yeah. I, I was in your work truck, and I never laughed so hard. I, was <laughs> I guess like, I really was threatening, right? No, just like <laughs> well, for one, it's like you swore at me, and I, as a kid, uh, maybe not. At, it's not really like the same thing, but when I was little, if you're yelling at me. Uh, I mean, there's obviously a difference of like you're really, really mad at me and you're yelling at me, but if it's over something silly, I for the longest time like could not not laugh. Dude, yeah. I was well, gonna ask you, did you ever laugh? Dude, yeah. when, so dad, like my dad, my dad's getting mad at me and he's screaming, and I'm like, and then he's like, and like, hey! <laughs> and it gets him more angry that I'm yeah. laughing. You wanted to something funny? Sure. You get that honestly. 
him, the harder we would punch him the le- yeah. when he was little, the more he would laugh. We never got in trouble for beating Jim up because he never cried. He would just keep laughing, and we would pound the living shit out of him. I mean, we didn't do face punching or no, anything. No, because that's but, me. But, but Charlie horses in the leg, arm punches, gut punches. You can do any of that, and he just laughed and laughed and laughed. Indian burns. So, Indian burns. Indian burns were bad. You yeah. can't say that. Well, uh, yeah. Uh, Native, American Native American wrist rubs. Native American, Native American rubs. Mm-hmm. NARs? NARs? NARs. <laughs> Native American skin rash. That This sounds like a like yeah. one of those moves that that guy was talking about on the dryer. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, well, uh, I don't know. You know, You're it's funny. Sex, but it's <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uncle John, you also had to kind of put up with me a little bit as a child. Uh, one story that definitely sticks out, and me and Pat and Caroline oh, still quote God. this to this day, <laughs> was I was sleeping over here. And uh, this is before the edition. We were really little. And uh, you gathered us all around, and you're like, "All right, so really quick, I'm about to go to the, I'm about to go to White Hen. Uh, what do you guys, uh, what do you guys want to eat for breakfast?" And everyone's kind of thinking for like two seconds, and then point Before one, finish. yeah, point one second, I scream at the top of my lungs, <gasps> "Cinnamon Toast Crunch!" And uh, you're like, Wait, "What did you, what? Jimmy? Shut up!" <laughs> <laughs> Like I, I don't know. I don't know why I almost always say "shut up" right after your name. I know, <laughs> but it, it happens a lot, especially when we went camping. Oh, dude, uh, camping! Camping so was great. This the, is a the funny, best one awesome. is with Sean. Yeah. So I remember we, me it, and Jimmy. This is after Petalwood went away. We started camping every summer. Yeah. With the dads and all the kids, we've done that for about eight, ten years now. Yeah, yeah. it's In been the ten years. Of like. Indiana, it's like three hours away. Turkey, Turkey Run. Run. Turkey Run. Very Which fun stuff. My dad and I are very familiar with. Yeah. I've been going to Turkey Run since I was two. Whoa. I'm just saying. You do a lot of stuff as a two-year-old. Like, more than <laughs> most. We did do a lot I of hope stuff. You drove really a truck. <laughs> I killed a man. Yeah. <laughs> Got a passport. <laughs> a Colombian cocaine deal. Stop. Um, Friends with Don Palm. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting on top of washers. No. Um, oh, my gosh. No. <laughs> No, so we go camping, and I remember Jimmy and I, and like maybe the other uh, dudes in the tent, had like a little beef, and Jimmy was trying to sleep. He was already kind of miffed, you know, because I want to flip and sleep. Yeah, man. you were just like, guys, like I've had enough. I'm going to bed, you know. But we're all next to each other because there's four of us in like a little tent. Yeah. So like he's like, I'm going to bed, and tucks over, and you know, yeah. he can't go anywhere. He's snarf. Yeah. Right, so me take and, that. So, <laughs> little little asterisk, little side note. Uh, we were thirteen, going through puberty, and we discovered we could do this with our cheeks and make this noise. Oh God! <laughs> so you Damn know, <laughs> we're, we're sitting in the middle of the forest, <laughs> just giggling, just giggling, like, <laughs> doing that at like two in the morning. And I remember, you know, every all of our dads had separate tents, and. Uh, Jimmy hadn't said it. Jimmy was asleep, maybe, maybe falling asleep. And me and this guy, our friend Sean McQuinn, shout out to you, buddy. We're doing that with our cheeks, like just pulling them and very loudly. No one else is making noise in the entire state of Indiana. And I remember my dad had woken up because we were giggling and laughing. He goes, 
Jimmy, shut up! <laughs> and Jimmy, just fed up with like everyone in the world, is like, it's not me! And my dad's like, I don't care! <laughs> oh yeah. my god. So, yeah, so but funny. that was also the night that Gainer... <laughs> oh god, I was never so afraid of Mr. Gainer. He came you know, out and he basically cussed us to hell. Oh, he was standing right over your tent and he said he was if you heard one more noise, he was gonna kill you. Yeah, he's like, I'm gonna beat the shit out of you. <laughs> uh, camping's yeah. camping's fun. Um so uh one of my one of my last questions for the Padres here, the baseball team. The why, Padre are you, Padre. why are you so bad? No, I'm just joking. Yeah. I have no idea about baseball. Uh not very sport uh knowledgeable. Sorry, Dad. That's and right. uh, it's okay. <laughs> Step and throw. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh, there's, there's Dude. a back. Oh, jeez, yeah. I could not throw a ball for the life of me. You're yeah. always, I always, what you, you always like. I don't know what it is, man. I but just it's not I, normal. Do you ever do the fingers on the stripes? The little no, stitches? I always threw from the side. Yeah, it's yeah. like a sidewinder thing. I don't know oh, what it was. Wow. I just, and it was years, years of me doing that. But so. I'm curious, and if you don't know, it's fine. Where do babies come from? No. Um, <laughs> um, do you remember... Washing machines. Washing machines, apparently. <laughs> that poor stork, just watching it happen. Yeah. Um, so, do you guys remember the... <laughs> do you guys remember the first time introducing me and Pat together? No. <laughs> it, it just... It, it's, it, you gotta it's, realize... It was constantly together. You guys were all the time of your family thing. You guys were just together. Okay. I mean, I mean, I don't know the first time that they met because, I mean, so you're what, a year older than him? Yeah. So I would say 1994. I don't know. Well, yeah, no, duh. It's I mean, like- it was like. You know. Well, here, fine. Uh, follow up then. I just thought of this. Um, I'm so smart. I'm gonna ask this because this is a smart podcast question. <laughs> um, were like, were you excited to hear that John was having a son? Like, oh yeah, because it's like, was that? Yeah, I mean, because it, it was like another kid with the name Egan too. You know, a boy. Yeah, we are. Yeah, name. we talked about this recently. It's like yeah. me, Pat, and Thomas are well, the only ones. Sean and oh, and Sean Kevin, yeah, and Dan. Kevin, yeah. Well, yeah. no, I'm just kidding. Well, I'm, I was yeah. talking about like our. Like our, the younger generation, right. I guess. Yeah. There, was, there was a lot of girls in there. Yeah. There, and, and, and there are still, I mean, there still are. There's, there's a ton of girls. So many girls in this family. Right. It's cray cray. Yeah, it's cray cray. Yeah, so. um, well, well, we 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 found out that three was going to be it. We, we What? They just get closer. <laughs> okay. There you go. I didn't know what the scissor, it was like Edward scissor like, hand all of a sudden. Uh, Closer. <laughs> we when we found out that we could only have three, we were kind of bummed because we were hoping to have another boy. But uh, oh god, we we kind of figured well, Pat's got Jimmy, so it's not that bad. You but, told me that after an entire night of drinking, and it's four in the morning at Huck Finn's, and I was crying because <laughs> that was the nicest thing like anyone told me that week. That week. <laughs> wow, I'm glad I topped your week for you. <laughs> Kiss no, that was, my hand. That's pretty cool. That's, uh, we, I had done a gig, and like, we were all gonna go out to Brew Bakers because like when I'm playing, I'm not like drinking that much because I want to sing well. Right. 
and we're like, hey, we're gonna go to Brew Baker's, you know? Could you? And I had an I had I had some equipment in my car so that I couldn't fit everybody. I'm like, Dad, can you drop these two people off at Brew Baker's? Like, oh, well, can I come with? And I was like, what? You know, it was just like a cool Dad moment. Dad was like, you know, close out Brew Baker's, and then we went to Huck Finn's, and it was like, this is what we'd. Yeah. That, it was just a cool moment. Well, and one of the things I thought of was like how that would never I could not imagine you at four. You know what? I shouldn't say that though. We stayed up pretty late in Vegas. I've had my moments. I know, but you're 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 a hard working man and you like your sleepies. I do. You like to count those sheep. You're I'm a dream feel, sh- dream shepherd. I'm feeling it right now. Oh, and oh he's, he's reclining. <laughs> Recliner up. <laughs> Sir Flora lingerie. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Um, you know, well, that night didn't end up working just because there was nothing expected. It was just, I just, I didn't feel like going in. And, you know, sometimes you just want to stay out and hang out. Girls just want to have fun. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I, I hadn't been out that late in a long Girls time. Girls and, and John Egan want to have fun. They just want to have fun. Yeah. That's, so uh, fun. That was funny. That was good. Yeah. I I remember that night. That was a very fun night. Um Vegas, uh I I don't think me and you have ever like quote unquote like partied like that hard before. Like stayed out that late, drank that much. Yeah, like, I mean, ever. I, you know, we didn't we weren't like we weren't crazy though. We weren't getting like hammered, but it was Night constant. <laughs> night one. Well, that's the way it is in Vegas. Yeah, they pump the oxygen in so yeah. you never get too drunk. They yeah. don't want you to get drunk. They want you up and having fun right. and spending money. And then before you know it, you know, you go out at like 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And then you and look at the clock. before you know it, it's like 2 in the morning. Yeah. Oh, jeez. But the, then we would come back to the hotel and we would look out the window. At, uh, we we at did the that every night at the end of, of yeah. every day. We would so, But except for one night, you're like, he's like in his chair and he's like, where the fuck is this fountain? Yeah. <laughs> like well, The fountain wouldn't go on after 2 o'clock. They stop it. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought it was every hour for the entire rest I of the I thought they never shut their of, town of down. time. It would be always on. Yeah. But I were sitting there waiting and waiting and waiting. And it's like, all right, no fountain tonight. Oh, you know, I heard that that whole fountain is all toilet water. Really? That's not true. What fountain It's all about? recaptured water from the toilet. Oh, I mean, I it's not like gray water. What no. fountain? The Bellagio has a fountain. The Bellagio. It's like it's like the stereotypical Vegas fountain that you see like in movies and like stuff. Like the Hangover. Yeah. Yes. Um, but no, the Vegas was super fun. We uh, we do we do a trip often. We went to Cleveland, Ohio, and stuff. And uh, yeah, yeah, there we always take like father son trips. Cleveland, Ohio. It was actually very Vegas, fun. Vegas, Rock, Rock or. Cleveland, Ohio. I love the Rock and Roll <laughs> Hall of Fame. That was it was fun. It was a, a good time. Great, great day. I wanted to go back another day. Cool yeah. to Cleveland. Cleveland is Cleveland fun, rocks. dude. Cleveland. I'm not kidding. Like you they really, they really me. cleaned I it up. I know a guy at work, like from Cleveland. He travels literally to Chicago, and he's like, "I hate Cleveland." <laughs> it's just really funny. Yeah. I, I, I enjoyed myself live there, but no, absolutely not. I'm sticking around, and uh, well, maybe I don't know. We'll see what happens. <laughs> There's a rule. I'm not supposed to go, what, more than three? Well, yeah, three hours. Three hours right. away. That's what my dad says. But uh, we're actually be closing up shop here very soon. Uh, Pat, do you have any 
Do you want to ask anything or anything like what, that? What shop are you closing up there, Jimmy? Uh, yeah, the is, there, is there a shop that I don't know about? The like Gap? Workshop? The Gap? I love The Gap. This shirt's from The Gap. So are Dude, you, you saying that this podcast is almost over? That's yeah, what he's like this episode, saying. it's been an hour. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Has this been the most fun episode? We need I, to get into music, man. I know. All right, so real quick. Yeah, that'll be our last thing we talk about, music. Yeah. Right. What is your Absolute favorite album, and why? Starting with Jim Egan Senior was what is so it? really quick. So, wait, I'm so okay, sorry. I just I'm so, no, I I'm sorry. Whole, I just dude, thought of this. How can you do that to when he built just, it up like that? I know. I'm you know sorry. How sensitive he is. <laughs> I'm not sensitive. <laughs> Here and like this is up to you guys. We can either just go around and say it, or we can have a son to father, father to son. Music test about favorite albums or what have you, and see if we're right, or if not, it's whatever. But there's two categories because we brought this up before. Is I, is it gonna uh, be, I already knew. Is yours. it just favorite album of all time or a favorite album that you have to hear every day? No, the, the I, think, I think I think Desert Island. Yeah, the only thing you'll ever hear again, or your favorite. They're two different things. Pat, I'm gonna let right. you do a toss up on that one. I said, let's go to Desert Island. All right. Well, I mean, then, yeah, that's not fair. Then we might as well just say it. Yeah. But uh, I want my uh, – I'm kind of – you already know mine, too. Never mind. You guys I'm going to shut the hell up now. Oh, my gosh. Favorite. Don't do that, Jimmy. <laughs> I, I think I'd have to go just because it's been in my car for, like – and I've been, like, listening to CDs. Like, the car I drive only plays CDs. So I do listen to albums Same. all the way through. And for like the last, I think four months, I've just been jamming so hard to like "Let It Bleed" by the Rolling Stones. Mm-hmm. And I like really liked the song "You Can't Always Get What You Want" as a kid, as like a young adult, and then like as an adult, like the whole album is awesome. But then like leading up to that moment, it just like means so much to me. I don't know. Then it's like a really long song and. It means a lot to me because, like, I think that's, like, so true. Like, you can't always get what you want, but sometimes you might find you get what you need. Get what you need. And, like, the whole first of, like, him and Mr. Jimmy hanging out in the store, I'm like, that's, like, me and Jimmy. Right. Hell yeah. Except I think Jimmy died uh, in the song. Well. <laughs> so <laughs> that sucks. But I always, like, think of, like, like, I saw my friend Mr. Jimmy. I'm like, dude, yeah. It's like. I like it. Hanging out. Uh so I think that's that's just the one song on the album. But there's like you got Silver, Give Me Shelter, Monkey Man. Uh, they do like a country version of Honky Tonk Woman on that album. It's like so good. It's like nine songs, mm-hmm. and every song is like good. Like right. it's so good. Yeah, love that album. That's my pick. Cool. Um, you know what, Father and Son. So Uncle John, what about you? Well, he's son father. Son father. Sunflower. Where's the sun, Father? Steely Dan, Asia. Yeah. Boom. It's up there. That is cool, by the way. I, uh, the the little we're looking at. Um, it's a sound wave. The sound really. Uh, <laughs> the sound wave of uh, what song is that by Steely Deacon Dan? Blues. Yeah, you and you had me put that on the radio. Yes, about a month ago. You really like long songs. I do. I, do. I, I, I like, like songs that tell stories. Like, yeah. Yeah. They, you know. Well, they, why? They why do you do. like? Like, what the what's hell are you guys looking at? 
What soundbar? Here, hang on. Pat's going to get it. I got it for Christmas from uh, Rebecca. It's a really cool gift. Oh, yeah. I remember that. That is very cool. That um, is very cool. We're going to put a pin in the sound waves and like I want to. What's your favorite? Why, why that album? Yeah. Why? I just. Well, the music is fantastic. Everything everything works on it. Every song is great. But especially Deacon Blues, it just. I don't know. I, I feel like when he's doing that song, I feel like I'm sitting there in a room with him. Mm. I like I just that. identify with it. I feel like I'm in there with him. He talks about being up on the stand in court defending himself, and I, I can picture it all. What's the thing about the Crimson Tide? Well, it's the name of... What's like the line? They call, call Alabama, Alabama the, the Crimson, Crimson Tide. Tide. Call me Deacon Blues. But he did write that song from about... Not directly, um, um, what's his name, the football player? Um, Monte Teo, Catfish? No, <laughs> the guy who was on the Rams, the Deacon. John. Oh, uh, yeah, Deacon Jones. Deacon Jones. Yeah. In an interview, he said that that was part of the reason we came up with the name of the song. Yeah. Not the song itself, but the name. Yeah, that, that influenced it, but just right. the, the whole... I don't know. I just like the way he was talking about his songwriting and that he he didn't care if you liked it or not. That's what he was going to write. That's what he was going to do. And and probably one of the best uh, in that song, um, when he, I believe that's Deacon Blues, when he says, I'll learn to work the saxophone. Yeah. I mean, that's such a great line. It's like, I didn't learn to play it. I learned to work saxophone. That is a good line. That, that is, is pretty cool. And, and then it's, it's got cool. one of the greatest Rock, at least rock and roll saxophone parts ever. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of jazz saxophone that you could argue is is does is a whole nother level. Yeah, but as far as rock and roll saxophone, that's as good as it gets. Yeah, yeah it's a good album. It's pretty ballsy to say though, because it's like you look at Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, Clarence, you know? oh, Clarence, Clarence does stuff that fits the songs. Yeah, that's a different. But he's yeah. nowhere near the saxophone player that that session player was. Wow. Yeah. wow. Without a doubt. That's a check wow. Out. Yeah. I remember Clarence, Clarence was a football player. I know, right? Yeah. It's go, crazy. Go, go team. Yeah. <laughs> go sports ball. Um, oh, good job. Actually, what about you? Stilly Dan Asia. Oh. We're talking about Shut that. Shut the fuck up, Pat. That's <laughs> that's the only. That's the first album that I ever bought. Is a, my first album, and first uh, CD, both really? first time when it came out. Yeah. Um, so funny enough, and like this, this could have been like another thing we talked about. Uh, I remember the first CD I ever bought, like with my own money. Mm. It was uh, Best of the Doors. Mm. I was like a huge Doors fan when I was younger. Nice. nice. First song I ever played was Break On Through. That's great. Yeah. Where's his brain stew? First song on guitar, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you still rock it, dude. I have not rocked that. What, well, which one of us is still playing music? <laughs> 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 there you go. Um, Dad, what about you? Favorite? Well, I already know it, but. So favorite album? Yeah. Um, I'm picking Running On Empty by Jackson Brown. Whoa. Whoa. Curveball. Wow, yeah. Wait, uh, <laughs> I thought it was Bridge of Size, man. No, no Robin Trower for that. Um, for favorite album. Does it have to be... Are we do, oh, we are doing the favorite Desert Island? Favorite album, Desert Island. Oh. You yeah. got a record player. I'm an idiot. And you open yeah. up the... Re- like, what it's, is... It, what's it's on all there? you get for the rest of your life. Yeah. Okay. My bad. A lot of, a lot of different types of music. Um, some of it's actually funny. 
Rosie. Some of it's sad. <laughs> That's funny. Some of it's rock and roll. There's a little bit of everything in that album, I think. <laughs> Uh, if you know the album, you'll know what I'm talking about. Yeah, but yeah. What's your favorite? What's your favorite absolute track from that? Uh, I don't, you know, the, I think the I, I don't know. They're all good. I like the song "Running but, on Empty," but I don't know the. Well, I like the loadout, the beginning, the the beginning half of uh, the two part oh, song. Dude, stay the, and load out. What's the song on the bus? Um, um. Now you're now I'm. Drawing a blank. Um, 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 Hello, we're going to be playing. Um, I'm drawing a blank. Wait, hold on. What'd you just say? Hey, Mr. DJ, you want to know what song it is? I don't. What'd you just say? Let me tell you a story about a bridge. You guys are both like. Uh, no, I don't remember the names of the songs off the top of my head. If I pull I'd, it up, I'd have to. I'd have to. Is it off that it. album? Yeah, because it honestly like nothing but time, right? Isn't that the name of the song? It sounds right. Yeah, I mean, for favorite album, you How think did I it would go? know? Nothing but time. Rolling down two ninety five out of Portland, Maine. Yeah, is that how it goes? Or you just made yeah, that up. That's no. pretty good. If you just made that up. No, that's that. That is how it goes. Hang oh, on. is it underneath that album with the running on empty? Yeah, it's running on empty. Hang yeah, on. It's got sunset and drums on it. I uh, think. Love the thunder. We got cocaine, shaky town. Love Oof. needs a heart. Nothing but time. Yep. There you go. There you go. Spite Sweet. me. Nothing but time between this Silver Eagle and this, this New, New Jersey New line. New Jersey line. Yep. That's, no, that song really is cool. It uh, is. It's a. It's yeah, a and it you can hear like the the bus in the background and stuff. Yeah, they yeah, recorded can, it right they, on the bus. They recorded it on a on a uh, bus going from Portland, Maine to New Jersey, and they used uh, whatever they could to make it work. It, it a and box like, for a drum. For a bass, for a bass drum. drum. Bass drum. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, it was good times. Cool. No, that yeah. that's a cool album. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Jim? Desert Island album. I'm gonna say it's hard because I got like I almost got like a little bit of a tie in my head. Um, like a bread tie. Honestly, though, dude, I love Led Zeppelin too, like so oh, much. Yeah. Like that's also or the choice. album too. T W O, not T O O. <laughs> Eddie from Friends. <laughs> Why? What? What? What's? Uh, what sticks out to you about? Oh, it? dude! Every song on there is because like, I, I feel like awesome. Led Zeppelin one through four is like so hard to like rank. Two is my favorite. Two is your favorite. Two is my favorite. Live and Love and Made is like my favorite Zeppelin song. Really? Oh yeah. Living, loving. There's just a woman. You sound just like Alimony, Robert Plant. Alimony. Uh, but uh, who's this Al Money? Who's this? Who and what is owe you some money? I love love the harmonica solo yeah. in Bring It On Home. Yeah, so good. Moby Dick is on there. It's amazing that that came out the same year as Zeppelin One. Did it really? Yeah, I didn't know that. They were they pumping out the both albums. Sixty nine. Yeah. Oh yeah, I did not know wow. that. That's yeah. insane. I thought it was like probably a year wow. later or something. There's, there's also See? that, and honestly, the uh, like Lemon Song is pretty cool. Lemon I don't think so a dope. band nowadays could Do produce that. two albums with every song is like uh, is, uh, a, is a, a jam. Hit. Well, you got to realize you know, Zeppelin was they weren't all, they weren't above covering. They covered a lot of blues on the early albums. Yeah, they did. So that was able to they were able to put out half an album. Uh, you know, probably those two together, half of the stuff is Willie Dixon and, and a bunch of old blues stuff that uh, they, yeah. they reinvented for themselves. Plus, they put 
you know, then all, all their own stuff. Yeah. No, uh, so Zeppelin two and like, uh, like who? What was your tie? Your almost tie in dude, your head? Vide Noir by Lord Huron. Because my almost tie in my head was Abbey Road. Oh, uh, Abbey Road is like Abbey a classic. Cool. I like if I had to go with a Beatles album, I'd have to go with like Let It Be. We used to when we were little kids. Yeah. We we had no air conditioning in the house, and so <laughs> it it would get real hot. In the summer we only time. had a fireplace. No, it, and that didn't, didn't create even... cold. Ow! <laughs> <laughs> Is that the first time that happened on a podcast yeah. where you got smacked? <laughs> Sounded like wet ham, linoleum. <laughs> so. So we would get to go downstairs in the basement because it was cooler, and Joe and Matt would always play Abbey Road yeah. all the way through. It was awesome. I can remember as a kid, if they had an album, and I remember this like it was yesterday. I don't even know what I was playing on this on the turntable, but I remember if it was either Matt or Joe came up, ripped it right off the turntable, and whipped it against the wall, and shattered it in a million pieces. Like, you're not listening to that shit. <laughs> Listen to something good. Was it disco? Yeah, I don't know what it was. It was like it's like it's like what's your song that you like that you would never tell anybody? The guilty pleasure. Yeah, your guilty pleasure song. Yeah. It was probably Barry Manilow. You know, or I mean, Manilow. I have one, but yeah. I, I forgot what yours was. What was it again? Uh, uh, I don't know if I should. No, say come it. on, <laughs> you let it out of the bag. Uh, come on, man. It's it's actually by uh, uh, Shannon. Let, what's that song? Let uh, let the music. Uh, Shannon, it's just yeah. Shannon. Let the music play. It's like a '80s rock thing. Are you looking it up? I don't remember. You can't that play it. No, I know. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you can't do that on a podcast. No, it's uh, copyright licensing. Um, yeah, it's by Shannon. Um, just it's just Shannon. That's her. That's the artist's name, right. Shannon. Oh, I got a. Uh, mine is. Uh, yeah. Let the music play. Yeah. I know you've heard it. For, for for those who are wondering, I know, right? This we're we're all trying to capture this bug that's like flying around us. Oh, well, there he is. My favorite song is <laughs> it flew right out of your beard about an hour ago. <laughs> it made a family. Um, Jimmy's beard is a petri dish. Petri dish. A pee pee dish. A pee pee dish. A pee pee dish. So what's yours? Guilty what? pleasure. What's your guilty pleasure song? Guilty pleasure. Why did we get to uh, probably Barry Manilow? Really? It was Frankie Valley. Frankie oh. Valley. My eyes adored you. Ah. Uh, Lisa Garecki. You were fifth grade. I was sixth. Or, no, I think I got that backwards. I think how weird. You were sixth she, grade. You I were fifth two. grade. I was twenty-two. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm in jail. <laughs> Don't drop the soap. Don't drop the soap. I'm so lonely. Don't drop the soap. Ouch, my butthole. <laughs> uh, so bad. Yikes. <laughs> so what's uh, yours? Um, uh, spin me right round by. Uh, oh my gosh. Uh, freaking uh, dead or alive. Wow. You yeah. spin me right round, baby, right round. Oh gosh. It's funny. What, what does he say in the beginning? I always forget. He's, he's, I always thought he said naked. He's like, naked, naked. Or is it break it? I don't know. But yeah, that's like, a, that's my, uh, if I'm like sweeping the floor alone in my house, in my yeah. underwear, covered in cheese. Uh, <laughs> wow. 
Wow! <laughs> Pat, you do it the best. Wow! <laughs> yeah. um, Pat, guilty pleasure. Uh, this is like a rap song. It's called No Hands by Waka Flocka Flame. Really? Waka Waka Waka. Girl, the way you move <laughs> in, drop it. What is it. It's like, girl, drop into the club. I love the way your booty goes. <laughs> I think it's the lyric. <laughs> He's like, all I want to do, do is drop that ass and grab some cash. I don't know. It's pretty oh funny. God. And, like and it. then it's like all that ass in those jeans. <laughs> it's pretty funny. It's oh, horrible. Man. Don't treat women like that. But it's funny. I, I it's a like good song. It. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> all right. So I think we're going we're gonna to wrap this puppy up. Cool. Uh, Dad. <laughs> Get in the box, Harold! <laughs> Mama! Um, but, uh, Dads, thank you so much for uh, for coming on. We actually did it. It happened. Yeah. Because no, this has been yeah. in the works for like a while. No, edit this bitch. I, I, there's no need to do too much editing. Thanks to the focus right 18i8. Yeah, but, but our mother wants to hear a version of this. But so clean. you have to do a Nan edit. Which will probably be about four minutes long. My favorite time at church was the one time that I heard the powerful word of Jesus. Dad, what about you? Ditto. Ditto. Also, <laughs> same. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but uh, this is a great uh, premiere for season two yeah. of the Mouth Breather podcast. <laughs> looking forward by looking backward. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the farts. I'm surprised there wasn't more of that. I can do that to any song that you can throw out there. Can you do Smoke on the Water? For those, he, he wasn't using his hands, by the way. <laughs> he did a handstand. <laughs> I don't ever want to use that microphone. Uh, a lot of beans. Oh, God. That's awesome. But, uh, all right. So, he's like, all right, let's get out of here. <laughs> um, but, uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, welcome back. Uh, we're happy to be back. Yeah. And, uh, don't forget to like and subscribe. Yes. Um, and, uh, tell your friends. Tell your friends. Tell your moms. Yeah, tell the moms. Now, Hot what radio moms. station can we hear this on? There, there is no radio station. Oh. Isn't this a radio program? Are we live right now on the radio? Weird. This <laughs> isn't the, is, this is this isn't, WXAV? You old farts, this isn't the radio. <laughs> on the radio. Whoa. Oh, my God. You guys, you guys, you guys levels were so nice until like right now. <laughs> Um, but yeah, if you guys want to listen to more, or if, I mean, if you're already listening, we also have this on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, yep. and Podbean. Wow. And uh, we're in the works of a Patreon this season. We're going to give away a little free sample. It's going to be huge. It's going to be a fun time. It's going to be called Facade Cast. Yeah. And uh, we'll probably be those. doing Facade Cast. No, um, we are. Yeah, so uh, tune in for more updates. And uh, But yeah, welcome back. We're uh, we're happy to be back. Yes. My back feels great. Yeah. I like a massage earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks for having us. No problem. Thanks, dads. No, thanks for uh, being great mentors to us. I for sure. Thanks for being halfway decent kids. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> really quick, Pat, as our last thing, is there one thing that you can say that your dad taught you? Oh, my God. Uh, well, uh, yeah. That whole thing he said about Grampy, about like sticking uh, 
true to your guns and following through and showing up, that yep. was huge. Yep. Because side note, when I was a kid, like in high school, um, we were going to do this variety show, and a lot of people didn't want to do it for some reason. Yeah, I remember because, this. Because uh, there was like kids who liked each other and kids who didn't. And I remember they were like, it was a week of show. And they were not going to, they're like, we should not do this show. We're not agreeing on stuff. And I literally stood up in front of everybody. It's like, hey, guys, my dad taught me that when you say you're going to do something, you should do it. So sack up and do this. Yeah. And, I, and I walked yeah. out. I you, walked uh, out, dude. You did a mic dude. drop without a mic? Dude, I did a mic drop without a mic. And then everybody did it. And I was like, yeah. You did that. Thanks. Fucking idiots. So uh, I'm right all the time and you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that's what my dad taught me. Because my dad says so. No, that's uh, so. Yeah, thanks, Dad. Yeah, Thank you. You're a good man. I think uh, I think the biggest lesson my dad ever taught me is uh, <laughs> wipe sitting down. Yeah. Oh god, <laughs> didn't even talk about that. Do um, you guys wipe sitting uh, down or standing up? Are you talking about what I think you're talking about? about like poo. wiping your butt. Talking about poo. Yeah. I'm not getting into that on the radio. All right. Well, I, I okay. this isn't the radio. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Time for another. Go another... on the Google later, old yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, the, I didn't mean to cut you gravity. off. The, they have two tickets for the gravity. Really, my so. dad. My dad once wanted to go see Gravity with Sandra Bullock, and he went up to the counter. He's like, "I like two tickets for the Gravity," and I'm like, "Dad, oh my god, you sound so flipping old right now." Um, so I think the biggest lesson my dad taught me was, uh, um. You uh, you always have to take an even number of cookies, and two is never enough. So that is uh, true. yeah, so four cookies, it's at the minimum. If you want more, it has to be six, eight, or ten. Yeah, but it can't go over eighteen, because then you just ate all the cookies. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> who, wants, who wants three cookies and two is not enough? So four is the way to go. You mean even number and two is not enough? <laughs> oh, so how many want, months? Oh, did it so take he wants you to four. think of that. <laughs> I, had, I I tell you what, it started to happen, uh, like if Kristen makes lunch for me once in a while, she'll throw you know, cookies in there, and it's usually oh, three. Her, her bait, her like homemade cookies? Yeah, and it's three, Those and I'm so like, good. Kristen, why are you giving me three cookies? It's, always, it's four. I've always taken, because normally I would make my own lunch, so I would take four. There have and been just, so many three times. Three seems so odd to me. You, I don't know why. It is odd. You came home, and you'd be in the front room. You're coming for the back door. You would come in, you'd sit down on the green chair. With the Zenith television in the yep. front room, yeah. you turn on Seinfeld. You're like, Jimmy, go grab me four Oreos. Or four Oreos, if you will. Four Oreos? Oreos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. I mean, that was a lesson you taught. But honestly, uh, I think my dad definitely taught me uh, work ethic is like is huge. And family is even bigger. So, family, yeah. you never turn your back on family. That's is always, right. is always a big one. really piss you off. Yeah. We're not going to say... Uh, Who's your least favorite sister, guys? Yeah. <laughs> I get one choice. <laughs> I'm just joking. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thank you all so much for listening. Right. There's cool going to be more coming your way. Uh, we're going to yeah. be pumping this out even faster because we got new technology. Yeah, we got faster pumps. Yeah, we got faster <laughs> pumps. But uh, my name is uh, my name's Jim Egan. My name's Pat Egan. My name is John Egan. My name's Jim Egan. And uh, this is the Mouth Breather Podcast, uh. episode 22, 20. No one. No season. Season two, two, episode one. We're doing that. Yeah, we I are. thought I thought you wanted season. T- oh, you changed your mind. No, okay. we were going with your idea. Okay, cool. Season two, episode one. Sorry. All right, and uh, we're gonna be singing with our dads in three, two, two one. one.
Welcome back to season two. We didn't even crack a joke about poo. <laughs> Had our dads on the podcast. Pendlewood Happy Hour, such a blast. Woo! Pendlewood rocks. Woo! Six cars ahead of us, Jimmy.